0: Hey everybody, it's the She's the Owner Podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and welcome to the show. Um, it is the Friday before New Year's. So happy uh New Year's ahead of you. Um I hope you have something big planned or maybe something quiet planned. I don't know. I guess it depends on what floats your boat, right? Um I don't have any real plans for the holiday except, I mean, I'm going to my girlfriend's house, which this woman is like, I won't name any names and I don't even know if she actually listens to the podcast, but, um, <clears throat> her house is always the place that we end up. I tried to host this year, but I was kiboshed because, uh, it just makes more sense to go to her place. I think, cause the little kids can go there and I don't have little kids anymore and you know, they don't have as much to do here. So um that's what we're doing um I hope you have a good time whatever you're doing I hope it's a fun night out or night in or whatever I haven't gone out for a New Year's Eve party in like 25 years since I had my since my daughter was one my oldest daughter who by the way just turned 26 happy birthday Siddles Siddly Walker Sidney Sydney. there's about a million nicknames for her Siddles shitney weena i could go on anyway enough about that bullshit i want to talk about relationships today and really um going into the new year i want to talk about you know, on this podcast, we talk about relationships, we talk about mindset, we talk about personal development, we talk about business, we talk about a whole bunch of things under that umbrella. And one of the things that I'm gonna, I think probably just spend more time on moving forward is going to be talking about relationship. And that doesn't just mean relationship with other people, the opposite sex or the same sex, if that that floats your boat, um, but of relationship with self. But for today's conversation, I want to talk about, um, so I have a really good friend of mine. She's very, very close to me. And we got even closer, like we got very close this year, which I'm very, very grateful for. And we were having a conversation about relationships. And she's recently gone through something. And she is currently single. And it's really interesting, the thing that I'm noticing just around me, around men and women. So there's no... um, in my view, there's no distinction really between men doing this and women doing this, but we have a very hard time typically being alone, being single, fully single, like not talking to anybody in a romantic way, not having sex, like all of those things is what I mean when I say single, not just not in a committed relationship. I mean, single AF, like. You're not fucking anybody. You're not hanging out with anybody. You're not nothing with anybody. And that's really challenging for a lot of people. And I get it. And I mean, I've been single. And even though I'm living and sharing a a home, like a a house with my former partner, we're still very much single people, right? We don't have um, conversations. You know, we're just single people. We're not, he and I don't have any interest in either, definitely not being with each other, but we're both definitely not interested in dating other people quite yet. Him, I don't know when that will happen. Um, you know, if you followed me or you know me, he's got Asperger's and that makes uh, relationships kind of the last thing on his priority list in order in in, t- in terms of like searching one out. Um, for me, I'm just, hmm, and I'm going to get into kind of like where this thinking comes from, but I'm, I'm not quite ready to share, to share. And what I mean by that, I have a dog hair in my hair, like, come on. Um, What I mean by that is I'm not ready to share me with someone fully. And so I know that that means I'm still not quite ready to be in any type of committed relationship and I'm not. Um, am I ready to go on dates? Sure. I'm definitely open to that. I'm definitely open, open to meeting somebody, but I'm not thinking in terms of like, oh, I'm ready for this long-term super committed relationship. Does that mean it won't happen? No. Does that mean that I won't meet somebody who will wake something up in me? Absolutely not. It just means that I'm self-aware enough where I know that I'm not in a place where I would a, um, be able to give what I want to give to a man at this current part of my life and B, I would probably still be attracting some douchebaggy kind of guys. Like that's just the reality and no offense to the guys. I mean, guys don't really listen to this podcast, but, um, but you know, the ones, the fuck boys, right? Like, or what I've typically attracted in the way of men is the feminine energy. And if you know anything about, you know, this podcast and my, the things that I talk and teach about. That's because I've still been very much in my masculine. And so I'm attracting the feminine energy who wants to be taken care of. So for all those reasons, I'm sort of at the point where I'm like, well, I, I feel very close. Like I definitely, and I definitely have an a knowingness that I'm going to meet somebody really incredible in 2023. Uh, and um, so to that point, do you have a relationship vision? And this is something that we don't really discuss. We talk about what's the vision for your business, what's the vision for your body, what's the vision for your finances or your trips or whatever, whatever. But very few people will sit and have the conversation or spend the time on figuring out their relationship vision. And so why is that? Why do we just bypass that entire framework? Like, why are we not thinking about what kind of relationship we want, just like we're thinking about what kind of business we want. And I think a big part of that is we're not, first of all, we're not taught to even consider the relationship as a piece of important information in your life. Like you kind of just happen upon relationships. Like if you're being honest, you know, sorry if you hear a bunch of paper moving, I've got some notes here. But if you're being honest, like at least for myself, I have never been very conscious of what I want in a relationship. I sort of, base things on, Oh, he's hot or he's sexually attractive to me, or there's some good chemistry or that type of thing. And then maybe, you know, once, and by the way, anybody who's like, Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what he looks like bullsh and I'm going to say he for myself because I'm the one who's talking and I'm going to just refer to it that way. But like that is such a pile of bullshit ladies. When we start to say like, Oh, it doesn't matter what he looks like. It doesn't matter what bullshit it's his personality it's really great great i've known a lot of guys who have great personalities who are totally unattractive to me physically doesn't mean anything except that's just my preference and we get so caught up especially with all this politically correctness correctedness bullshit like if a guy i don't find a guy good looking i'm not going to even really like if we're in a situation it's different if we're friends, it's different if we have, a, you know, whatever, we know each other. Like, it might be a little bit different. But like, straight up, if I'm in a, a restaurant or a, a lounge or something and I see a guy and he's not attractive to me physically, I'm probably not going to, and vice versa, guys aren't going to come up to me if they're not like, oh, she's really pretty. If they're like, meh, she's alright, they're not going to make their way over. They're not going to even get the chance to know who I am and that's fine, like that's biology. Right? Like, why are we fighting that? Why are we fighting it constantly? Why are we always like, oh, but it, what an asshole? You know? No, same thing with weight. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm overweight and I'm for sure not a fit, not all. Okay, I'm not going to say all, but mostly a fit guy, a guy who works out every day. Da da da. He's probably not going to check me out maybe, you know, my energy's good, whatever. But like, if you're just giving a quick sec, you know, split second decisions, it's just biology. We don't have to be offended by every fucking little thing about it. It just is how it is. If I lost 40 pounds and I strut in front of him, would he notice me? Probably. Is that okay? Yeah. Does that mean I'm a terrible person? No. It just means that's his preference. Just like things are my preference. So I think we have to just get very, very you know lose this egocentric bullshit like everyone should be into me everyone because I'm, i've been told i'm pretty and i'm like uh, so everybody should no it's just horse shit i mean you can live in that if you want and then you'll get upset all the time when guys aren't coming at you or whatever now i will say that energy has a ton to do with it right like it's not just all the body all of the times so there are cases where you know, somebody might walk by and their energy is something out of this world. And you look and you feel and you go, okay, all right there. I notice you. So, but, but let's just be realistic about, you know, looks, looks matter. Like that's how we assess each other in the very first minutes of meeting. So when we talk about relationship visions, you know, what, how much time are you so you know if we've gotten sort of that piece out of the way where it's not really there's no offending happening people are attracted to what they're attracted to we don't have to take offense to every little fucking thing that comes up in that area but beyond that as a as a teen and in my 20s i didn't think about like what do i want long term what do i want my relationship health to be like what do i want my does he have to be passionate about things like I never put any thought whatsoever into into it, into what the vision was. And this is different than goals. Like goals are something you check off a list. A vision is something that you can sink into. It's like a dream. It's something you can sink into and get really like, visualize it, like picture it, right? And that's important when you're talking about a relationship because if you just go out, so let's just, paint the picture, right? Like you're dating all these people, you're in and out of a relationship, you're miserable, nothing's really working for you. You keep dating the duds and they keep ending up, you know, you break up with them, they break up with you, they ghost you, whatever, whatever keeps happening. You're just sort of, sorry if you hear a siren, Um, but you're just sort of like meandering through it instead of, being intentional about it. Like, what, hap- what would happen if you were intentional about what you want and what you wanna give in a relationship? Because it's not just about what you want, it's about what are you giving? What are you able to give? What are you able to um, contribute to the relationship? Because relationship is not a one-way friggin' street, ladies. Like, so many times you get this idea in your head where it's like, well, he didn't do this for me. Okay, but what have you done for him? What have you done for me lately, right? Like, except in reverse. And that's an important piece of information because if you're if you're focused on meeting his needs and he is in turn focused on meeting your needs, do you see how beautiful and symbiotic that's going to be? Like there's no friction. Like if I'm really sincerely focused on meeting my man's needs and he is focused on meeting mine, holy shit, that's a magical relationship. And that's part of what my vision is. So going back to the start of this, when I was saying I'm not ready, I'm not ready to focus on his needs fully. Like I can see how I'm I'm getting there, but right now I'm I am. I'm being selfish and that's okay too. But like when you think about the the vision of what you want, I want and and of course, you know, I try to always add some type of homework. Hopefully you do it. And if not, well, that's your loss, I guess. There's, you know, it is what it is. Um, But when you think about your ideal partnership, are you thinking it's for me, he's got to do this for me. And I have fucking heard it, ladies. I've heard many of you, when you talk about what your ideal relationship might be when when prompted, it's still very much he is all doing for me. That's not how it works. Like that's not how a healthy, passionate, long-term sustainable relationships ever going to work. And there's many examples of that, but you have to think: How can I serve him? And how can he, and by serving him, he will serve you. But if you're just in it to get your own needs met, you're fucked. Like I'm sorry to tell you, I'm gonna have a sip of coffee. But if that's what you're in it for, you're gonna lose, because then that becomes a little egocentric you. That becomes oh me 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 me, and oh he's not doing it for me, and oh da 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 and then it's a one-way street and eventually then the resentment builds and you're he's looking at you going like you're a spoiled little shit. What well, how are you making, you know, and this comes down to listen, this might get might get some of you rattled here, but there's this whole movement against, you know, fuck the patriarchy. And I will say I agree with a lot of it. Where I where I struggle is when it comes to the family dynamic. And here's what I'm here's what I'm talking about. We have been taught by some radical feminists in our I'm 47 almost I'll be 47 in January. We've been taught by some radical feminists that being wifey is a negative thing. Right? And we've we've been taught that it's bad to stay home and cook. It's bad to stay home and raise children. It's bad to clean the house and provide and have your husband come home and have a drink ready for him or a smoothie ready for him or dinner. Like we've been conditioned over the last 30 plus years to really think that that's wrong. And like anybody who does that, there's weakness in them. Sorry, I'm just going to answer a text um, because it's a kid related text. Um, So we've been conditioned to think this, that that type of patriarchal thing is negative. And instead, what we should be doing is working our asses off, also raising the kids and making him pay for everything emotional, every emotional tiredness, all of those things. Like he should be getting the brunt of all this shit because I'm trying to work. I'm trying to raise kids. I'm trying and it's like this whole pity party we create. And like, if you want to work, cool, I'm for it have an open conversation with your husband. But I think it's the shittiest thing is when women, when we make women who don't want to work outside the house, feel bad about it. If I'm being honest, have I, have I craved, like, would I be cool with being wifey for a while? hundred percent. And it took to 47 for me to acknowledge it, first of all, that it's not a bad thing, but it took me till 47 to actually say, I wouldn't mind that. So for all, if there are any uh, bachelor's, I am um, applications are open to be your wifey and sit around and chill for a little bit. But here's the other thing. I'm a hunter. It, by nature, I love business, so I would get bored eventually and I would definitely go and find something to do. I'd start my business, whatever, whatever. The point though, is like we make it so evil. And when when I'm talking about being at home and I'm talking about it, like that kind of relationship, that's deeply feminine energy. Like being in flow at home and raising kids and like stopping and not, I mean, one of the things that I find so interesting is that people say, yeah, but I'm a mother. How can I not be feminine? I'm like, a hundred percent. You can't be, you won't, you aren't because masculine energy is definitely required at home when you're raising children, right? Like you have to be in charge and in control. But if that, if, if, so that type of the, that patriarchy, I don't, I think is it's a lost art like there's so much beauty and so much love raising kids i've been fortunate fortunate enough to be home for a lot of my all of their their childhood and i'm i feel very lucky that i was able to do that and it was a beautiful thing i didn't know anything about relationships when i was at home so if i was doing it again it would be very different now it would be totally different scene But I want you to think about, like, maybe that's your ideal relationship is being able to stay home. Like, maybe that's it for you. Maybe, like, maybe that's not the worst thing in the whole world for you. Maybe, um, maybe you don't want that. Maybe you want a man who doesn't want children. Whatever the thing is, it's really important that you sit down and you get direction in it. Like, it's not, like... (laughs) The idea that you can just close your eyes and like think, hmm, I kind of wouldn't mind that. Or let a, or people have lists. I did. And I do. I have a list of, um, what's it called? Like non-negotiables and things like that that I really want my part, next partner to um, have. Attributes, things like that. And then I would just leave it. That's not a vision. That's a fucking to-do list. Now, do you want to become the person that you're trying to attract hundred percent because that's how you're going to attract them or the person that would want, you know, like, am I the kind of woman that would attract this type of relationship I, I want right now? No, not yet. So when you, when it comes to building your vision, I want you to sit down and actually think about what does a perfect day and we've done perfect day exercises plenty of times, but what does a perfect relationship look like? is it going, does that mean I'm ordering a perfect relationship and it's going to be perfect? No, but it means that you have some sense of what you deserve and what you want and what you're willing to give. So I'll just read you. So I did my date with destiny relationship vision. It is a very, very, very short. Actually, you know what? Give me a second. I'm going to read you my original, um, date with destiny when I did my date with destiny in 2019. What the heck? Um, let me just pull it. I, I did, it was a lot longer than we had a lot more space. Cause we had, um, like a big paper that we worked on a Bristol board. Um, on the, I did the, um, date with destiny on digital this time. And it was like, you get fucking three sentences. It's not, not enough room. So because they're similar, I'm going to read you what my paper version was. And, um, let me just turn this around so I can see it. Cause my eyes are not the same. Okay, my vision is to be with a partner who celebrates vitality at the highest level. Sexual, passionate, and excited to be together. We support each other at the highest level with one another's mission. We travel together to one of the to some of the most incredible places in the world. We do it with style. We love being Plats, because platinum partnership is very important to me. At least to do one year, it's a bucket bucket list thing. Coming to Tony Tony Robbins events to learn all we can to take our life to the next level. We practice kindness kindness as often as possible. Never go to bed angry. We love to dance and he reads my body like a fucking book. I'm his queen and he is my king. We can't keep our hands off of each other. I want to look at each other from across the room and know we need to find some place to, <laughs> to bang immediately. I see us on... Uh, stages in supporting one another we cherish one another and practice spirituality together daily we love to cook together but love to take care of but he loves to take care of my needs as well i can't wait to meet you so it's a bit choppy obviously it was two o'clock in the morning when i did that but i have a very like it's a it's a solid vision and then for the new one i put my ideal relationship is full of passion communication that is high level and respectful full of high sex energy we travel as plats together and explore each other to the ends of the earth both impact driven and work on missions as a team so i have a very clear vision of what kind of relationship i want i want one where we are very like number one is to be supportive of one another um one of my biggest things passions is to no longer curse ken and i used to swear at each other and i refuse to ever bring that and i hate that we did it and it's it's just something we we just didn't know any better we were kids when we got to well, i was a kid he was an old fart he was 28 i'm just kidding um he was 28 but i so no swearing i you know i want a relationship where i can say um where he's going to show up actually and just be like listen we're doing this Uh, get this kind of dress on and uh, off we go and i don't ask questions i'm just really excited i don't know where he's taking me i'm so happy like i want the true masculine divine masculine in my relationship And I, because I know that I can be in the feminine around a true masculine energy. And I want to open to that. I want to physically open. I want my heart to open. I want everything to be open to this man, but I have a very clear vision of it. And I read my vision often. I sit with it and I'll look at it and I will close my eyes and I will visualize and I will listen to music and I will do all these things because I know that it's coming. But if I didn't, I might just date the first guy that talked to me. I might just date one of the guys that's reached out to me because and then I would say, oh, yeah, I went on this date and like I don't I'm not a person who who really I don't want to go on dates. dating the whole concept to me really I find it stressful. It's not something. and I could change my story around it. And I have worked done done a lot of work around that. But for me, I just simply don't feel like the type of person who wants to go on countless dates with countless people. I would rather focus my energy and call in the kind of guy that I want to date versus going and just trying all the time. Like to me, that just feels tiring and that's okay. I'm okay with that. I don't need to change that. I believe that, you know, the work I do on myself and the work that I do on visualizing, et cetera, will bring him in. So, but the, the fact that I've sat down and very intentionally thought about who do I wanna be with when the time is right is a radically different idea and energy than I'm just gonna date whoever comes my way based on some fucking profile, right? Like it's so hard to tell anything from dating profiles. Like I've spent time on them and I, and that's another thing, I'm not interested in prof- and, and dating, uh, dating apps, I'm just not. I have tried many times. I have worked my belief system around them, da-da-da-da-da. I find the art of swapping to the left, to the right or whatever, exhausting. And I get very drained when I do it. So for me, it's not it's not something that I, I wanna get into. Um, but I, I'm also just patient and I have faith that it's gonna be okay and I have faith that the right man's gonna come along. And like I said, it feels like 2023 is the year he's gonna come along. So I want you to sit down and I want you to play music that inspires you. I want you to play it loud and I want you to write down what your relationship vision is. Start from, you know, what your mornings look like with this person and what kind of things are you both into? Are you open to meeting his needs? Like if I say he's my king to me, that signifies I'm meeting his needs. And if I'm his queen, he's signifying or he's meeting mine. So I want you to really sit down and think about it for the next, if you're single and even, especially if you're in a relationship, like if your relationship is sucking right now and you're having trouble, sit down and do this exercise like right now, finish the podcast and listen to the, or sit down and and do your, your exercise because many relationships They're again, like, you know, I've, I've got the benefit of having a very long-term relationship, 22 year, 20 years, we were married. Um, and together for 23 so look i can really look at it and see where all the holes were and we neither of us had any type there was no you know sit down weekly conversation about like how are we doing what's the health of this relationship it was just go 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 and many of you have young kids and and that can get away from you but you can certainly carve out 30 minutes once a week to sit down and go okay. Maybe let's talk. Here's my, like, you know, read your relationship vision together. Together, this is my relationship vision. Ask your spouse to do the same thing. What is the vision? What is the, the creme de la creme? What's the best case scenario for this marriage? Okay, write it down and then sit and swap it. And like, you might find, you think you're doing something for your partner if you're there and you learn to be about them and not about you you might learn like you're completely shitting the bed and you're not meeting any of his needs or her needs. Like that might be real for you. And that's a so great. Okay. That's not a, Oh, let's piss on everybody's parade, but that's a good like eye opener. Okay. So here I am for five years thinking, why the fuck is this guy not listening to me? Or why is she being such a bitch because you're not meeting her needs and you're not meeting his needs. So it's a really good opportunity to sit down and get real. Like what are we about here? Let's talk about it. And if you can't carve out a half an hour once a week, like whatever day of the week it is, 30 minutes in your frigging calendar, send him an invite, send her an invite. If it, people often say like, oh, I don't have time. Like I don't have time for my business. Well, if you don't have time for your business or you don't have time for your relationship, then you don't have time for your family. Like it's, what, what's the point? What are you doing? Like these are things in life. This is the difference between people who are successful and people who are not like you can grind all fucking day. But if you have no direction, your business is going to suffer. If you have no direction in your relationship and you're just high fiving out the door and in, in the house, you know, whatever, when you come through your relationships going to suffer, there's nobody, no one is coming to the rescue. Right? Like we, I say this all the time. No one is coming to rescue you out of your own shit. It's you, you've got to be the one to be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done having this crappy relationship. I'm done having this crappy business. I'm done not having any time freedom. I'm done having no money. I'm done having no vacations. I'm done, done, done. All the things. And then you look at your pile of poop and you go, all right, it's time to clean up. And when it comes to relationships, the first thing is sitting down and having an honest conversation. If you're with somebody, it's having an honest, are, am I, am I fulfilling? Am I, am I meeting your needs? And if you've listened to me or Tony or any of the other speakers who are really amazing, people that have studied this stuff, there's six human needs. Am I meeting any of those needs from my partner? So certainty, uncertainty, significance, love and connection and growth and contribution. Am I meeting those needs? Probably not. And is he meeting your needs? Probably not. So it's a time to sit down, he or she, it's a time to sit down and say, okay, look, I really want this relationship to thrive. Like I'm not here for this half-assed three out of 10 bullshit kind of life. I want a 10 out of 10 relationship where everyone is looking at us going, how the fuck do they get that? How do I get that? What are they doing? How come they're so passionate? Like that's the kind of relationship I want people to look at my relationship and be like, sign me up, how do I get that, right? So sit down and talk to your partner and go like, this is what I want, tell me what you want. And I would I would actually preface that by asking them what they want first, don't go first. Just say, baby, listen, I wanna sit down with you for half an hour Friday night, once the kids have gone to bed or whatever, whatever. And like, let's have a little chat, like let's do this fun little talk about like, what, what do we want in this relationship? Is it meeting our needs? And then you both shut up, turn on some music and both start writing. And if you're single, same thing, do the writing. And start writing out what is it that you want? What's important to you? How do you wanna feel when you're in each other's company? How do you want other, you know, how do you want your energy to be when you're around other people? Like all of these things, like I read to you. And then sit down and say, okay, I'm done, you're done, cool. All right, can you start reading me your version, your vision? And go back and forth. But if you're not intentional, it's not gonna happen ever, I promise. So that is it. I can see that my kid and her dad are here and the dogs will bark. So I'm going to wrap it up. Have an amazing New Year's. I will talk to you in the new year 2023. I love you all. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.